Hello everyone and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and joining me tonight, we have our poser extraordinaire, Nitai. Greetings and salutations. Oh, you're cracking open a coal one, aren't you? We've cracked a lot of stuff in the past 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, including a lot of really bad jokes. And I'm also... No, no, joined... that's only you. No, oh, wow. What way to throw me under the bus. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> also joined by our Shoto Shota Shotaro. I'm an expensive goldfish. You're an expendable goldfish. What? Excuse me? Oh, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're just on a roll tonight, aren't you? Oh, and we're only getting started. And we're only getting started. So tonight, we are going to be doing our 15th WTF episode where we will be talking about whatever the fuck we want to talk. We've only been doing 15 of those? We've only done 15 of these episodes so far. Yes. As shocking as that may be, as long as this podcast has been running, we've only done 15 of these. And we should probably do do these more often because we always all right, have an... all right boys we're canceling all the episodes that we have lined up <laughs> we're only doing wtf for the rest of the year for the rest of the year no we should do these more often because we always have a really great time but before we actually get into what we want to talk about we have a couple of follower questions how do you ask these questions you might be asking yourself join our discord server which you can find linked down below in the description of wherever you're either watching or listening to this and you can ask us questions too we have a channel there just for asking us questions we have two that were brought to us by the same person this time one of these should be very very interesting <laughs> i'm just gonna read it as it was written on our server uh mary fuck kill pizza tacos burgers <laughs> i'd like to point out it was it was said that this the question can be for actual food or fan art of anthropomorphized versions of these food as anime girls i don't know about <sighs> the two of you I was not brave enough to go find anthropomorphized versions of pizza, tacos, or burgers. And the whole who's going thing first about this anthropomorphized one? versions, it's like, it really has nothing to do with the actual original thing. It's just... Yeah, anthropomorphized is just like girls. That's yeah, it. it's just... Excuse me, they can be pretty boys too, Natai. You sexist I mean, bastard. I'm just talking to my preferences. You're up to your, like, shittery or whatever. That's on my business. <laughs> Wow. Fucking lollies. Oh, my. Not even talking about that. I'm talking about fucking shit like Italia. It was pretty boys. Are they pretty? Which is coming back next year. Holy shit. <sighs> Are they just chibi? They they can be chibi, too. Yes. So I'm, I'm going to look at this question as like... What does it say about you that you're into chibi art style? <laughs> preference? What the fuck is this, Natai? You've done nothing but insult me since you got on this call. What the actual <laughs> fuck? Have you been... Are you drunk right now? Be honest. So so it's Friday as we're recording. And Gotta get down on Friday. Friday dinner, we drink. And, and <laughs> on Friday dinner, we drink a bit of wine. So I've had some Lombrusco and right now I'm having a bit of beer. But no, I'm good. I I'm see. just in, a, in good spirits. That's all. I see. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at this question as what do I like the most? What could I do without for the rest of my life? And what is something that's like, you know, it's it's good to have around for a long time. Okay. Uh, of, of, the three, okay. of the three things, pizza, tacos, burgers, the thing I could probably live the rest of my life without eating is probably tacos. Mm. Um, wow. 
if I sense. had to pick one, I'm going to go. Uh, so if I had to pick one for Mary, which is one that I'd like to have around for, you know, ever, because I can do a lot with it, is burgers. And the fuck would be pizzas. That's why are you fucking pizzas? Because <laughs> I it's really like pizza. It's very easy to use. Yes, they're easy to use, they're, and they're the, readily available. Won't the, Just like casual sex. Want to be like really? Uh, I mean, cheese is not a good lubricant. It's like the opposite of a lubricant. Have you tried? Yeah. Have you? What? How do you know? How do? You, yeah. I? Exactly. How do you think I know, Nitai? As a person who uses cheese on a daily basis, I would have you know that some cheese are very good products for. For. Uh, mm-hmm. When you put them in heat, uh-huh. they melt. Right, so now, when you I... do the deed, no, no, let me finish. Uh-huh. So when you do the deed, uh-huh. it works as a pretty good product to for a sliding action. I just want to yeah, say I'm normally I'd call Natai no out friction, on... no friction. No friction. Normally, normally I'd call Natai out on his bullshit, but I think he actually knows what he's talking about because his family. Dude, does make I live cheese. in a farm and we make cheese. You're gonna challenge me on that? No, I'm not. Ch- I said normally I would, but I'm not because I know you do this for a fucking living, or at least your family does. Yeah, we do not condone this activity. Please don't try this at home. <laughs> You're the one that's sitting there saying you use cheese as a fucking lubricant. No, I said I don't. Because it's not a good lubricant. Have you ever tried? Oh, my God. What is this conversation? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, we're, we're, like, question... we're like five minutes in, and it's already like the worst episode we've ever recorded. No, I knew this question would lead to some interesting shit. I didn't know it would be this interesting. Okay, well, for me... Alcohol helps. Uh... Pizza is like super basic, and I don't really like wow. eating a lot of uh, Italian food at once. Like I Racist. like having it. I I get easily tired of Italian food, um, so I only like having like small amounts at a time. Um, so for pizza, I would kill it. I don't need it anymore. Wow. It can go what? away, honey. Just like all the other Italian food, honey. I'm. But pepperoni. <laughs> The pepperoni is nice. On my pizza. It is nice. But um, burgers and tacos have to stay alive. Um, tacos, I don't eat mm. tacos that often. So I would have to like one night stand them. Because that's how I do it in real life. <laughs> Honey, we don't, we don't like, we have very different schedules, me and tacos. And like, we can never really get together. But when we do, honey, fireworks. Going I like to imagine the show getting like a text message and it just says taco, meet me 30 outside in the corner of the streets. Instant boner. <laughs> Instantly running for that taco. <laughs> um, well, I like, yeah, I live in Canada, so it's not, they're not as like everywhere as they are in America, I assume. Um, well, they're certainly everywhere around where I live. I live in fucking Florida. They're fucking everywhere around here. Yeah. Literally. There's not much choice uh, where I live in Toronto. Um, and then <clears throat> burgers, which I love burgers, honey. I think mm-hmm. I eat a burger like every day, every other day, honey, every meal, honey. Burger, me. I am a burger. So that's why I would marry one because, uh, yeah, because I'm already married to one. <laughs> So, so you agree with me? Burgers are a good long-term commitment. They are. They're reliable. Yeah. They're uh, attractive. They change. They're always the time. there for you. Exactly. They're you always there for you. And they, they can thick. change to be whatever you want them to be. <clears throat> oh boy. Think about this. Like, there's all kinds of different ways you can make a burger. How do you make your burgers? Yeah, Alex. 
I mean, like the you can different make, you can types make a beef like, burger, you, know, you can make yeah. a pork burger, you can make a chicken burger. I guess also so. different types of like how you cook it. Or even for me, I'm a vegetarian now. There's like there's veggie patties. You know, veggie burgers Ugh. not bad. I don't. No, mind they're not. Veggie burgers. Veggie burgers are not burgers. <gasps> Excuse okay, me. Listen, listen, sir, sir, get out. <laughs> Sit the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> Where are your parents? <laughs> it's time to stop this time entire podcast. What about you, Natai? So, so okay. So, I never had any, like, actual filthy fat, uh, fast food taco. Like, there is no equivalent of Taco Bell here in Israel. So, since I never really tried any of it, I, I don't mind, like, getting rid of it for the rest of my life because I never tried it. Wow. Okay. So, that's a kill for me. Uh, Mary, that'll be burgers for sure, because you know, you... <laughs> of course, um, like it comes in all shapes and sizes, you know, like just the way I wanted. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I guess for the third option will be pizza, because as we discussed, it's a good lubricating uh, option. Um, <laughs> also, not. also, 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 as a good. N- one night stand, it can come in all different outfits for you. You know, sometimes it's just a vanilla cheese. Sometimes you want it a little bit spicy with some pepperoni on it. Sometimes you want to feel exotic, so you put a bit of pineapple on it, you know? So it's a good one night stand. So yeah, that's my pick. Okay. How do you feel about pineapple on pizza, Alex? I love it, because I love pineapples. Hold okay. up, hold up. One sec. If it's pineapple, it also needs some pepperoni with it, because pineapple on its own just sucks. Oh, wow. I, I, I actually just like cooked pineapple, so I have it by itself. I have had it by itself before. i tell you one thing I, I, I used to eat a lot. Of, I don't so much anymore, but I do eat it from time to time is uh, pineapple and mushroom. I do, really? I like mushrooms with most, most things. Mm. Yeah, mushrooms work, but I don't, know if, I don't know if it works with pineapple. I like. I know, you get the the earthiness of the of the mushroom with the like fruity sugary taste of the pineapple. It's a good combination. I like, In the words uh... of the United States president, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I like a pineapple with broccoli. They're just two very different flavors, and I think they complement each other. Plus, broccoli I'm on pizza? Wait, wait. There's such a thing as broccoli on pizza? Yeah. Yes, there is. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's also a cauliflower pizza. Wait, but cauliflower pizza is like the dough, is it not? Well, yeah, you can make the dough out of cauliflower, but you can also like slice the cauliflower in half and put it on pizza. Mm, I've seen that done before too. I don't think that's an option. Hmm. Uh. All right. Well, on on, in the same vein, (laughs) another question. Welcome to the pizza cast. (laughs) Yeah, welcome to the fucking pizza cast. Jesus Christ. Are we actually doing it? I mean, my favorite pizza is margarita pizza, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Raina, are we doing it? So another question that was asked. By the way, the, these questions were asked by Big Brain Idea Man on Discord server. I don't think I actually ever mentioned that. Um, yeah, you should credit the people, dude. Do I it for the people. So the other question that he asked was he wanted to know our favorite regional fast food chains. Now, Natai, you live in mm. Israel, a very tiny, tiny country that doesn't really have regions. No, we have, but we do have fast food restaurants, so you That's know true. it works. It is regional, just for one region. <laughs> yeah, one region, Israel, the whole country. <laughs> so what? What's like? What? What? I'm assuming there are also like American fast food chains in Israel as well, especially in like yeah. Jerusalem or Tel Aviv. 
I mean, I mean, not only Jerusalem, just also like every city. We have McDonald's, I guess. Yeah, but like, what are <laughs> what what's a good Israeli fast food chain? Um, hmm. I guess there is one. Okay, it's called well, it's called Agadil, which is like a ham, like a burger fast food chain, and it's pretty okay. Like, I wouldn't go there because there are better burger places if I want to go eat burger, but it's kind of a fast food place, so it's pretty okay. Hmm. Um, we also have, like, all the other shit, like McDonald's, and uh, that's it. <laughs> okay. But, yes, yeah, if, if, if you're ever in Israel, like, just hit me up. I'll let you know, like, all the good places to actually eat food that isn't shit. I bet you, you know? know where to get some good lubricating cheese. I'll, I'll just I'll just link my 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 restaurant and that'll be it, dude. Doesn't Honey, you matter. just go to to Nitai's residence. And that's where you get the lubricant. Yeah, dude, let, it's 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 good stuff. Um, I was like, if you want like good shawarma, I'll hit you up with some real good shawarma oh, here. Shawarma, Jesus. <laughs> feel what? full for feel full for like thirty hours. It's so good though. It's oh, just I'm not saying it's meat. bad. It just it's very filling. No, you can have it in, like, pita bread. That doesn't fill you up that much. I've never had it that way. I have to try it that what? way sometimes. Then how do you serve shawarma in America? I usually just have it on, like, regular bread bread. What do you Not mean regular bread. bread bread? Like, white or wheat bread. Uh, what form does it take? Is like it a like baguette. Slices of bread? What? Like a, like a French baguette. Oh yeah, you can have it in baguette, but you can also have it in pita bread. That's like See, I've way never easier had it on the pita stomach. Bread, but I like pita bread. You you don't like pita bread? I like pita bread, so, so I would just probably ask like for it pita bread. Anyway, don't you? <laughs> wait, 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 hold on! Anyway, no, 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 no! This is a, no, no! This is concerning. Don't you guys serve shawarma in pita bread? I'm not saying we don't. I'm saying I have never had it that way. Well, go, go try it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to my TED talk about pita bread. Oh my! I think I know what show's answer will be, but I'll ask anyway. It's got to be Tim Hortons. Yeah, I mean, what's Tim Hortons? Canadian. That's the only possible choice you could ever pick is Tim Hortons. Um, Although Tim Hortons is is more of a national chain than a regional chain, but I think it still counts. Do they apologize whenever they serve you the food? Yes. It's like, oh, sorry, here's your food. Sorry, here's your food. Sorry. Exactly. No, it's sorry. Oh, sorry. Exactly. Here's your food. Honey, if you want a pumpkin spice donut, you go to Tim Hortons. <laughs> if you want a pumpkin spice Excuse muffin, me? you go to Tim Hortons. If you want a pumpkin spice ice cap, you go to Tim Hortons. And that's all you need. Those are the three food groups. And that's <laughs> it's all a bakery? You need for life. It's like a bakery slash cafe. Yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. Coffee shop. Uh, bakery and like deli sandwiches. They also have good coffee, like really good coffee. They have hmm. sugary coffee, that's for sure. Well, yeah, when you put a gallon of sugar in it, yeah, it oh, will taste yeah. sugary. Honey. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what my favorite regional fast food chain because there's there's a number of regional fast food chains here in America. Um, I'm tempted to say. Well, there's one. I don't really consider it regional. There used to be a lot more of them than there are now, but there's this place called Maryland Fried Chicken before I became a vegetarian um, that I used to go to a lot. And there's, like I say, you, there used to be tons of them. There's not that many anymore. 
Um, and a lot of the ones that are still around are just really using the name. They're not necessarily associated with what the chain <clears> used to be. But just really, really good fried chicken. They uh, they pressure fry it in peanut oil. And it's huh. so good. So so here's a question. Because I ask, I ask all of my friends from the States about that. What is like, whenever I come to the States, what's like your top five picks for fast food chains that I need to go check out? I will tell you, when you come, I want to take you to Waffle House at 2 a.m. in the morning. Like, just Why 2 a.m.? Because you get <laughs> the best. Me? You get especially 2 a.m. on a Saturday or well, a Sunday morning. Uh, because you get all of the people that have just left the bars and they're fucking drunk as hell. And, and they just grabbed to, a like midnight snack or whatever. Yeah, they're trying to eat food so they don't have a wicked hangover the next day. That sounds good to me. Um. No, Waffle House is always something I, I tell people. Um, Chick-fil-A is pretty good. Their chicken sandwich is pretty good. Although people, some people say Popeye's is better. I've never had it. I've yet to try it out. Okay. Um, what's another really good one? Of course, a lot of mine are going to be limited to the South um, because that's where I live. Uh, like, Why do people enjoy Taco Bell so much? Sell me on that. Uh, because a lot of them are open 24 hours. <laughs> oh, that's it? Um, I think a lot of people, a lot of young people like it because it's good food to have when you're high. Um... I mean, I like the Taco Bell in Toronto just because there's not a lot, a lot of Mexican places. So that's the mm. closest I can get. I guarantee you if you ask a real Mexican about Taco Bell, they'll say it's not real Mexican food. I mean, obviously. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I... I've actually been to Mexico, and yeah, it's not real Mexican food. But again, it's the closest thing I can get. <laughs> True. I I don't know. I will say, if you come down to the south, I'd like to take you to Publix to get a Publix sub. Although, Publix is actually a grocery store that has an attached deli. It's not necessarily a fast food chain. Mm, gotcha. But they have really good uh, subs. It's funny what you're saying about, like, uh, like the first place you mentioned. I already forgot what you were saying. Waffle but House. like that. Yeah, Waffle House, because, like, I, short tangent, so one, like, oh, how long ago was that? Probably, like, a year and a half, maybe two years ago, so me and a few of my buddies, we were meeting up, and, you know, we're, like, staying at one of our place, in one of our friend's uh, house, and we're, like, you know, playing some board games, drinking, having other substances, and, <laughs> and, and then at around, at around, like, like midnight, uh, like, another friend, hit us up and like hey all of you guys are in town let's let's go meet up at some bar and like okay sure so we meet up we have other substances we drink we have a lot of fun we play some what's the name of that game never mind and then we're like hey want to go grab something to eat and by that time it's like 3 a.m in the morning 4 a.m in the morning so we go grab some like donuts and baguettes and sandwiches that was a fun night <laughs> man drinking with you is gonna be fun <laughs> Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, for sure. I'm waiting for the day to, like, come over to the States and drop by and just, you know, just <laughs> get smashed. Like, I have another group of friends from the States and actually London and actually met up with them earlier this year, February. So right before everything went down and we don't know what flights are anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> so one night we actually went out and we we stopped by, like, three pubs i want to say in london mm. and that was a lot of fun but not gonna lie i think right before the third pub we were crossing the street and in london you don't like you know 
the like uh, zebra passes are like just like you know they're like recommendations. You don't need to actually pass by them. Just like in Israel, so we're crossing the street. And I'm crossing the street, and I just feel like this whoosh behind me. I'm like, what? And then all of my other friends were looking. I'm like, uh, that was close. Damn. <laughs> we were smashed, dude. Oh, no. <laughs> it sounds like it. You, you've heard of a designated driver. Natai needs a designated walker. Like, <laughs> no. It just, oh, Londoners no. just drive they don't they see people and like oh i guess that's a dude it's okay that's how He'll it is in most pass. american cities i can tell you that right now now nah, if we'll go a drinky that's a that's a that's a big opportunity for a karaoke night that's all i'm gonna say oh goodness <laughs> 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 all right so let's actually get into this that was a great 20 minute diversion to start this off hey um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I actually want to start this off talking about something that's actually anime-related. Crazy, right? We're going to talk about anime shit on a WTF. What's the name of the podcast again? <laughs> I, anime Club After Dark. Strangely enough, we're going to talk about anime. Um, so, recently, Netflix announced a very large slate. Oh, I guess very large is kind of subjective. Um, a large slate of anime titles that they have in the works for 2021. Now... <clears throat> Some of this may be coming out in the winter, and we will be doing a proper uh, winter 2021 season preview here sometime in the next few weeks. So definitely be looking out for that. But I, I and I yep. don't want to talk about every single thing that they announced, but I do kind of want to talk about a few of them, just because some of them do seem kind of interesting, and some of them are sequels to shows that they've already had in the past so like they have a sequel season to be the beginning coming out which i've never even watched the first one but from what i can Dude, tell win- winter is stacked with sequels to begin with win- yeah winter 2021 is going to be a hell of a season um yeah we got beat the a sequel to be the beginning called be the beginning succession uh, <laughs> uh sure uh didn't watch the first season probably won't watch this either um they just they have... call it B the continuation. What's wrong with them? <laughs> or just second season. B2. I... You mean 2B? See uh... the continuation? See. See <laughs> the beginning. See the beginning. Uh, they also have a something that's been announced. It's essentially like a four episode mini series, I guess you would call it. Uh, it's called Eden. Um, an actual trailer was released for this. Um, I'm just going to read the synopsis because it's really, really short. It says, uh, sometimes a family is a human girl, a robot, and another robot. Eden follows Sarah and her mechanical adoptive parents as she confronts a strange, beautiful world. <clears throat> Arriving May 2021. Excuse me? I don't so, know. Wait, so Kobayashi Dragon made, but with robots. I mean, maybe. Maybe so they're sexy which robots. Studios? I don't know. Which I mean, Kobayashi Dragon had some sexy dragons, but anyway. Uh, yes, which yes, it did. <laughs> um, it's being done by a, an outfit called Cubic Pictures. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's spelled Q U B I C. I've never even heard of them. Have they produced anything in the past? I, I never heard that studio's I'm name. I'm looking right now on Mal, um, and it's not cooperating with me for some reason. There we go. <laughs> uh, no, apparently this is going to be their very first production. So. Okay, uh, sure. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, it's four episodes. I don't know whether these are going to be, like, long episodes. They could be, like, 
uh, 45-minute or hour-long episodes. This doesn't really say. But, I mean, I'm always down for something science fiction, so at least it's four episodes. I'll give it a try. Um, okay. I will say one thing I am particularly excited for is uh, the new Godzilla anime. It's called Godzilla Singular Point. Um, this is a joint production from Studio Orange, who uh, did Beastars. Mm. They're going to be doing all yes. the CG work for this. And it's also being produced in association with Studio Bones, which we already know does some really good uh, animation. That's an interesting combination, because like, the last big collaboration was A1 and Trigger for Dolly and DeFrank, so... Mm. I'm interested to see where this goes. Yeah, that was like the last really big like uh cuz we don't tend to have big like that like that's like like part of the marketing type of collaboration between mm. studios, you know? Yeah. That was that was like the big huge last hugely marketed thing uh, collaboration was probably Darling the Franks yeah. between Trigger and A1. You're right. I mean, I mean there are collaborations between anime studios all the time it's just it's usually yeah. between one big studio and a smaller studio or two small studios yeah like sometimes you'll see something like which studio also creating some stuff with production energy because they're like a parent studio of them i think mm-hmm. so like and that makes sense that sometimes they'll use some of their animators but rarely does it like is it like a marketing point for some yeah. shows you know which is interesting but I did watch the trailer for this, and it, it looks like it's going to look good, if nothing else. I mean, the trailer doesn't show you a lot about the story. So I'm just I'm kind of wondering what that's going to be like and what kind of Godzilla we're going to get here. Um, but it looks like it's, if nothing else, going to look good. So I'm happy to see that. What else we got here? You're being awfully quiet, so none of this really piques your interest, does it? No. I don't really like Godzilla or uh-huh. Eden. I I think I've told you before we started the podcast. Like this all looks like shit. <laughs> yes, um, we're getting an anime adaptation of Pacific Rim. Yay! I mean, eh. I'm so excited. I liked Pacific Rim. I mean, the, the sequel to Pacific Rim wasn't great, but I liked the original movie. It was pretty good. <laughs> this this the, this anime production is called Pacific Rim: The Black. Oh, what a uh, this what is a um, generic sounding. This name. is CG characters though. Yeah, it's well, it's Polygon Pictures. Okay, bye. They pretty much exclusively do CG, I believe. Bye. I, I don't know. I I'll, I'll check it out mostly because I actually like Pacific Rim. There's also going to be a Resident Evil, uh, an, another Resident Evil anime. Um, this is going to be a a joint production between TMS Entertainment and Kabiko. This one is animated though. It's not like live action like the previous Resident Evil movies. Yes, it is. It, it's actually animated. It is not live action. You are correct. It's called that Resident was Evil supr- Infinite Darkness. That was a surprising announcement, honestly. It was. I mean, um, they've done an animated movie before, which I liked. Um, yeah, when? Resident Evil Vendetta, mm-hmm. I believe is what oh. it was called. Yeah. I haven't seen any of them, so like, I don't know. Oh, and yeah. it's the same studio that did Vendetta. Well, it is. I might be interested in this, because I love the Resident Evil uh, movies. Even though now, that's a uh, <laughs> that's a controversial hot take because everyone hates them. Actually, I'll I'll actually defend you on that. They're not half bad. Um, but are they good Resident Evil movies? Uh, they're good question. movies. Yeah, they're good. They're good movies. But I, I don't know. They're not very like 
faithful to the source. So no, I would say they're good action horror movies. Yeah. Um. Uh. This. So I guess something to note about this is it is going to be an original story. It's not going to be following any particular game or anything, but it is going to have the characters of Leon Kennedy and Claire Redfield in them. In in it as main characters um, but it's going to be a, an original story so another one okay. i'm kind of looking forward to is spriggan um this is actually the yes. second anime adaptation of spriggan there was one back i believe in the 90s if i'm not mistaken back in the 90s yes. i was in a <laughs> 1998 yeah it was a 90 minute long feature film according to this uh animated by studio 4c wow um and so this but new we don't one, care about that no uh so this new one is apparently being done by uh what is the studio david production if i'm oh, not mistaken. david production yes it is holy shit yeah um i got you yeah <laughs> i got thanks. you fam. um it's also being directed by uh hiroshi kobayashi who directed keysniver for whatever that's really worth. character designs by uh Suhei Honda, who was the character designer for Little Witch Academia. That's a lot of stuff that's not the usual for David production. No, and the series composer is uh, uh, Hiroshi Seko, who was the series composer for Mob Psycho 100. So That's so, a really weird staff lineup, not going to lie. I It, it is interesting. I, I'm kind of looking forward to this, uh, mostly because I have read the original manga, and I kind of like it. So I'm hoping that this this is going to be a series. Also, it's not going to be a movie as I see it. Uh, the manga itself is like a few volumes long, right? Mm. Uh, if I recall, I think it's like six or seven mm. volumes long. Uh, I don't remember exact eleven. It's eleven volumes long. Wow, longer than I I'm remember. Ex- I, I'm kind of excited for it because it is like a very like. Correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't read the manga, but it's a very old school type of manga, right? Very, very old school, yes. Yeah. So, like, I'm curious to see what David Production will do with it. Let's I mean, not we've forget, seen, they have a lot. We've seen what David Production has done with an old school shonen manga. Just saying. <laughs> you know, just a small indie shonen manga no one knows about uh, JoJo's Bizarre something Adventure. Called something Bizarre Adventure. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I saw that, that like, announcement, I was like, huh, this is kind of random, but I, I'm curious. Yeah, I'm I'm super curious, and I, I really don't want to talk too much more about it until we do the season preview where we're talking about it because I don't want to spoil too much. Cause I actually when is know it the slated story. for? Huh? When is it slated for? It like, just says know, 2021 here. It doesn't give a specific month or a season. Mm. So, um, And then the last okay. one I really want to talk about, I mean, we we talked about it in a previous episode, the uh, Rohan OVAs, the Rohan jojo's spinoff yes. are coming to netflix next year that was already announced um actually there's two more i want to talk about mostly i haven't read the manga that this is based on but people who have say that the way of the house husband will actually be a good anime i will hold all these people to this and if it's not i shall beat them severely that that whole announcement i was surprised with how much like reception it got you know because like i mean i don't read manga so i don't know but i've never heard of this property I've heard of it, but I haven't read it. I know, but I just so many people who have read it are like, "Oh my god, this is going to be like one of the biggest thing ever when the season it comes out." Being done by JC Staff, so that could go either way. Yeah. 
I have a feeling it might turn out like a type of haven't you heard I'm Sakamoto type of show where it's like this one gag that's been repeated for an entire season. Hey, like, I hey, like Sakamoto like a... though. That was fun. You know, no, don't get me wrong. I liked it as well. So like if it if it's good then nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I I will definitely watch this based solely on the amount of hype that so many people who have read the manga uh have for it when it comes out. But uh yeah, and then the last thing I want to talk about is mostly because of it's it's kind of a curiosity based on where it's being made. Um, I don't know exactly how you're supposed to pronounce it. Uh, I think it's called Tress T R E S E is how it's or how it's spelled. Um, it's the story is based in Manila in the Philippines, and it's actually being animated and created in the Philippines by a Philippine studio. Really? Yes. Huh. Um, so... Is it based on any, like, existing manga? I don't believe so. I think it may be an original. At least, it doesn't say here. Um, it just says the new anime series based on Mila Trace, or Trese, I don't know how you're supposed to it, was announced. The stream noted that because the series is being created in the Philippines, the creators will have a different perspective of Manila than someone not from the city. Uh, and then in the I mean, actual like Netflix Philippines uh, Twitter post, it says Oswangs of Man- I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I'm sure it means something in Filipino. Uh, of Manila, beware! Alexander Trace is coming for you. Enjoy this very first look at Trace coming soon on Netflix. That's all it says. So I, that's all I know. I mean, I don't think I ever consumed any media that originated from the Philippines, so that should be interesting. I yeah, feel I, like it's not uncommon for anime studios to outsource animators from the Philippines, but I could be wrong. I, I mean, you're not wrong about outsourcing, but I don't think I've heard about any outsourcing to Philippines studio. Maybe well, I, more I've so never, like Chinese I've never heard of an anime studios. being exclusively made in the Philippines. So That as well. Yeah, that as well. But in general, I don't think I've heard of like any studios outsourcing to, to Philippines production. I have. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it does happen because you hear about all the time stuff being outsourced to China, South Korea. Exactly. Uh, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if you know there may be one or two animators from the Philippines that stuff gets outsourced to. You just like don't really look for it. Yeah, like very recently, like Haikyuu, one of their episodes was like, I mean, and it showed. I mean, sorry, but it looked worse and apparently it was uh, I'm sorry but that they claimed yeah that they outsourced that episode to a Chinese production I mean it didn't look bad but you noticed the difference uh, and the same thing happened back when Psychopaths heard uh, so like outsourcing to Chinese and maybe I might be mistaken with that but maybe even Korean productions that's pretty common but I don't think I've ever heard of like yeah. Philippines productions Yeah, not saying it doesn't happen but just that it's yeah, exactly. nothing we've heard I never, of I haven't heard all right. Well, that's all. I mean, there are others here that are listed, but that's all that I really wanted to highlight. Unless Natai, you really wanted to talk about any of these that are listed here. I I haven't, but I was wondering, was the cyberpunk anime was listed as a Netflix show? Because I remember that was announced, but I don't remember it was like no, announced as like a Netflix show. It it was Correct not, but long. it has it, okay. it was announced previously that it's not going to come out until at least twenty twenty two. 
Yeah, yeah, but for some reason in my in the back of my mind I was like, was it a Netflix? Now show, I'm kind of, I'm going to go out on a limb and say for us at least here in the states and I'm assuming in other places around the world, it will probably end up on Netflix mostly because the last 3 things that Trigger has worked on have ended up on Netflix. That's just my guess. Not exclusively though. Not exclusively. Well, uh Little Witch Academia is the only one that was exclusively no B and A as well. That's right. Okay, that's uh, great. Okay, yeah. I'm already managed to forget about that show. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll move on then. So, who wants to go next? Show? Do you want to go next? Sure. Um. So, about like four months ago, I started playing Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition, and I've been really enjoying it. Um, I love the game mechanics. I love that there's like literally 500 pages of rules, honey. <laughs> I love reading. Okay, I don't love reading, but mm. I don't know. I just love that um, it's uh, so complicated. I say that, but like apparently 5th edition is the most simple version and the previous editions are way more complicated. But I do like all the different stuff about it and I'm really enjoying it overall. But... <laughs> I have so had... wait for all of us nerds is there like a big change from version five because like, again I right before we started recording I was like yeah I'm I'm like three point five version kind of guy I never got past that so is there like anything major um between them I honestly haven't played or read the three point five um but from what oh. I remember what I think Fucking I pleb. remember is just there's like there's less feats I think. Um, mm. there's, uh, spells are much more restricted in various ways. So you can't cast like okay. so many spells. And I think the number of spells is also restricted. Like the, like they just took down the spell list. Um, oh, I think, motherfucker. I think they, they nerfed a lot of different classes to make it more balanced. Mm. I think those are the main things. But again, I've only been playing four months and I've only played fifth edition. So I am not experienced in any way. Um, as long as the warlocks are still cool, I'm a, I'm fine with that. Uh, warlocks are cool, but they're generally like really uh, underpowered. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> that's a shame. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I thought I would uh, rant about all uh, my problems with D&D. Because like, who wants to hear about positive things? Let's talk about negative things. Yay, pessimism. Okay, so uh, my biggest problem <laughs> was when I first started playing uh, and we were just like making up characters, you know, figuring it out. I was talking to the dungeon master about like, you know, what kind of world are we in? What are we doing? And it came to in the conversation that my character concept was a person who was dark skinned or like brown. Um, and for uh, your reference, viewers, I am uh, East Indian uh, ethnically. So I'm brown myself. So I'm like, you know, I'm a brown person. I want to play a brown person. And uh, the DM's like, you know. All the people in my world are white. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Whoa. What is this? What is this? The final solution in D&D? Jesus Christ. I'm like, what? And he's like... Let me tell you about the final solution. <laughs> Natai, tell us about your final solution. <laughs> Only white people. <are> white. 
wow. <laughs> Literally. Oh my god. When he said that, I was so fucking furious. I was like about to say, um, well, clearly you only want to play with white people, so I can leave. <laughs> but like, he's like, you know, you can come from like a very foreign continent and you can be like an exotic person. And I'm like, do I really have to be exotic to be non-white? Really? Um, Don't you have like dark elves and shit? No, but I want to be human. Oh, okay. You could be like a a dark-skinned human, basically. Yes, I assume, right? Yes, that's what I was. That was my concept. Um, I was just surprised because he said that like his uh, universe was based on medieval Europe, which I guess is not uncommon. Um, Mm -hmm. But what I had like imagined of D anD D was just like a very fantastical setting that was very much divergent from like you know real world historical ethnic boundaries where just like any old motley crew of people from all over the place just come together and you know have a good time so i was very uh taken back by all these restrictions eventually you know i made a angel character and angels were allowed to be dark-skinned apparently I, I just want to say, I just want to say for everyone listening, especially if you haven't been listening to the podcast for a long time, an angel is something show definitely ain't. I know. I was so, <laughs> listen, I did not enjoy playing an angel at all. There was, okay. You could have role played, you could have role played as a Lucifer. Yeah, you could have been Lucifer, I would have loved to, but the DM would let me. angel. The DM would not let me. Is <laughs> fallen angel because he's black. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're fucking canceled. So <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh yeah, that's a good segue oh, no. to uh another problem I had with my experience with D and D, which was uh what they call alignment, which is basically uh your morals. Um mm. which you have to state uh whether you're a good person or a bad person as part of your character like biography like it literally like you have to fill out good bad or not or like neutral um so yeah i really wanted to i have a feeling show you're like a chaotic good me (laughs) yeah you're like a chaotic good i have a hell no chaotic evil i am definitely chaotic (laughs) evil (laughs) wait so so what's like the rest of us what's our alignments Um, i'm curious I feel you're like... gonna regret this. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> that's a that's such a good question for like for like friends and stuff. I'm happy. I feel like <laughs> you would be lawful good, Nitai, and then Alex would be chaotic evil with me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh. Anyways. Sure. Um. Yeah. So. So angels can't be evil. I'm assuming. Um. Well, you can be, but in general, they're good. Um, mm. But the whole uh, concept of alignment really, like, really rubbed me the wrong way. Because, you know, why? How can I, like, put on my character sheet that I am objectively good or objectively evil when, like, you know, that's such a subjective thing? Like, this guy's yeah. this guy thinks I'm good. This guy thinks I'm evil. This guy doesn't care about me. Like I, what I'm, I was just is not. So, so there's 
and forgive me, I'm very limited in my knowledge of D&D. I have never played it. I've never really played any kind of tabletop RPGs. Really? really? I never have. As much of a nerd as I am, I've never done You it. really should. There are a lot of fun um, with like the right group of friends. But I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> Good evil. <laughs> oh, so there's no concept of gray morality in Dungeons & Dragons? No, there is like the whole concept of like like chaotic good is you know it's not as black and white as like things seem to be, and I think like like I, what I love about alignments is like a good dungeon master can take those elements of like okay let's say that like you have a group of four people and they pick different alignments and then a good DM can take that and create good scenarios around it that that's, all of them will like pick that's, yeah that's l- another question I have though so like I people was always, will play off of that really well I was always under the assumption that. A D&D game or, you know, any single game of D&D was only as creative or uncreative as the dungeon master who ran it. Of course, yeah. You need a good dungeon totally master, different yeah. experiences for different dungeon masters. So, like, for what you're talking about, I'm thinking that, like, if you had a really good creative dungeon master, they could alter the rules on the fly. I mean, or not not on the fly, but as you're creating the game and the, and the game world. To say that, yeah, you can have this dark-skinned human who's actually of a really good alignment if you wanted. Yeah, I don't know why it's like an issue for someone to be dark-skinned for your dungeon because master. You're in medi- he like was not- like, because you're in medieval Europe, and in medieval Europe there are no dark-skinned people. Yeah, but who gives a Dungeons. It's like Dungeons and Dragons. It's fucking fantasy anyway, so who gives a fuck? I mean, he's not wrong because in medieval Europe, there probably weren't a lot of dark-skinned people in reality, but but it's a fucking game. But my counter is like, you can make any fantasy world you want. Why would you pick like medieval Europe and only white people? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why would you limit uh, yourself to (coughs) to being like the real world if you're doing a fantasy concept? Boring. And like and like worst case scenario and like I don't know why I feel like people will give me shit for this. But worst case scenario, like, oh yeah, I guess it's like a descendant of like some slave people or whatever. Like who gives a shit? That's like it's not such a difficult thing to justify even in that setting, you know? Yeah. Have you considered the fact that maybe you were just playing with a shitty DM? Yeah, I was about I to mean, say, but okay, I was he's mm. like a good DM, but he has He's just his a nerd. Issues. Okay. Sounds like he's a racist. Fucking I'm racist. not gonna say anything. <laughs> um, only white people in my D&D only game. white people in my D and D game. Oh uh, yeah, my last problem. <laughs> no, there can be no women in my party. Gee. <laughs> yeah, my last you problem. Have tits, get out. Oh my god, was that? Um, so I had a problem with like so all of those problems that I just stated come together with my last problem in that. Certain races in D and D are have an inherent alignment tied to them. So like angels inherently good, and like devils inherently bad, and just that concept. Okay, like in fantasy fiction, I get it. That makes sense to me. But like when I personally have to play an inherently good character. And I have to interact with people who are like, oh, you're an angel. Like, I know you're born this way. So you're like, you have this personality and all this shit. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to personally role play being racially stigmatized by like everyone I meet. <laughs> like, that's not something I want to do. 
I don't want to play as someone who's going to be called a slave the entire playtime. Like, it's I don't not wanna, fun. I don't want to play as a brown person in the fucking 1950s in the yeah, South. Yeah, you know, I don't do if that I on my free do time. That, I've been no. a time machine. I play D&D to get away from real life, you know? <laughs> Why you got to bring real life into my fantasy setting? God damn. Yeah. Damn, every art is influenced by its creators. And um, that just it's just like another thing with the DM. Like it just seems like you're playing with the DM who's way too rigid. He is very rigid. Um, but uh, I know that this isn't like an isolated issue because actually June of this year, the publishers of D and D came out with a public statement that they recognize that their rule set does encourage racial stereotypes, and they're going to try to, you know be less racial in their description of uh all their different of all the different rules um Mm. which in particular one of the rules um that really was weird to me was that they have dark elves and like so if you wanted to play a black elf you have to be a dark elf and dark elves are all evil so basically (laughs) if you if you wanted to play an elf and if you wanted to be black then you're evil so I was like, "What the fuck is this bullshit?" <laughs> but 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 okay, but like I, I get that. But to some extent, like, sure. But if you are going to play with the resort, I mean, you can just say, "Yeah, he's like a renegade dark elf, so he's not yes, evil." Yes, you could say that. No. But literally, everyone you meet would be like, "Oh my god, you're black. You're evil." That okay, like that's fair. That's totally fair. But the thing is, like, I'm surprised that they like take that too hard that criticism because like Dungeons and Dragons I like the very core of it is like based on fucking imagination so you know like the dungeon master can just like oh you know it's just a just a setting with people and some people are black and some people are white and some people are neither it's like who cares yeah there's totally ways to you work know? around it um just yeah some of the, I, i'm surprised yeah. it's an issue i mean it's not that big an issue i mean you can clearly yeah. talk to your dungeon master and work around it uh, just like exactly. it was just interesting. I was not expecting um, all of the, like I got so furious during character creation, and it just came out of left field because I was just not expecting all of these problems. But apparently they're there. Um, yeah, I just wanted to rant about it. <laughs> we should. It just we seems should like get a lot of the issues that you're talking about could just be solved with a better DM. Yeah. I mean, like, we I should. don't think it's an isolated... Yes, you can definitely solve it with a better DM, but I don't think it's just an isolated issue. I've I've, mm. I've heard a lot of... Or I've heard a number of people having similar issues. Yeah, I, I think that... I, I don't think it's necessarily an isolated issue. It just seems like with a really creative DM, it could be worked around. Of course, I don't think it's an inherent problem with the game itself. I really do enjoy the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was just... Perhaps it's an issue with the people who play the game. Oh, my. Um, it's an issue. I don't know whose fault it is, but it's an issue. <laughs> I think, we I think should. some of it is because a lot, of, at least again, as I understand it, I've never actually played. But from what I do understand, is a lot of the types of characters that you can play in Dungeons and Dragons do come from that like classical European, those classical European fantasy archetypes. I mean, yes, we should. If, I mean. It's marketed towards people of European descent, and it is very—it's very heavily uh, inspired by uh, Lord of the Rings, which is very like European fantasy. Yeah, yeah, it's about as European very fantasy true. as you can get. But even yep. like just because it's like European fantasy <laughs> doesn't really justify it. But I see where you're coming from. 
Yeah. I'm just saying that whole the archetypes that the what do you call it the the game manual or whatever stipulates. I mean, I can see where it comes from that. Mhm. We should get we should get John oh, and God. one other person to be a really good DM and try to do like a D&D campaign. I think that would be a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, let's oh, do it. And my club after dark D&D. Uh, yeah, fuck as it. Long as, as long as I don't Ale- have to no, do no, no, no. anything. Wait, wait, wait. Alex, Alex, you're signed, but I think you'll have a lot of fun with this. I it's might, really, but it... I just don't want to do any of the work. <laughs> I mean, you don't have that's to. That's what I'm saying. You can put yeah, in you as don't much have work to. as like, you want to. That, like, that's a part of your character you could totally do. Like, just a guy who was, like, doesn't give a shit about anything. That's Like, a good DM will know how to play off of that. I could be a rogue. You could. Yeah. You could. You can be anything you want. Just not black. Because that's Just, evil. I can't be black. <laughs> <laughs> although, although me being a white guy, if I actually played a black character, I'm sure that would be problematic too. We're we could not never love each other. Not because you're a rabbit, but because you're black. <laughs> I wonder ghost who's gonna stories. get that reference. Oh, yep. ghost stories. <laughs> I fucking love that dub, so it's the best anime dub of all time. I will We should do a spoiler cast of the ghost story. I definitely want to at some point, yes. We but with one stipulation, oh, no. it's a drunken spoiler cast. Yes, but we do it for fucking April Fools next year. Anyway. Write it down, write it down. Write it down. Alright, uh, so Natai, you have some things you want to gush about. I know you want to talk about Hades. But we're already at, I, like that, that, that's the thing. That's the thing. I have so much I want to talk about. But like, how much are we like, but like we're already at in a rush minutes, for time? And there is exactly here, no, no. There's something here that you wrote down that I want you to talk about. <laughs> Why have you? Yeah. Natai. So okay, okay, no, 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 no. You let me do this, bitch. Okay. No, so no, just Natai, I just have a simple question. Simple question. Why did you write Hololive down here in the tie? <laughs> So I, only because we like we've been talking for almost an hour, I feel like I'll just jump down to like the worst topic I want to talk about. The so, best, you mean the best? There's so much I want to talk about that's actually good, but yeah. Um, okay, so it's been a week, and YouTube keeps recommending me Hololive videos. So as it should, you jumped down the rabbit hole, didn't you? That wasn't the plan. <laughs> <Gee>. <laughs> It's never so, the plan. You just fall. It's right never down. the plan. Okay, so uh, I, I'm. I'm. I. Where do I even start? Do you have any questions for me? You want to lead this off? I mean, because like so you, you say that, that YouTube started recommending videos. I'm. I'm wondering what. What did it start recommending? Like who? Whose videos? Do you want to phrase it differently? Like who is my favorite so far? Oh, Natai, you have fallen down the rabbit hole. Yes, 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 yes. In the, in the words of Jotor, yes, yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. I thought I had it all together. All right, Natai, who's your favorite girl so far? Please say it's Amelia. Pepper. Oh, Amelia Watson, yes. So, I don't know what happened. I honestly don't know what started it. Oh, actually, I do know. So, so Sakura Miko. Uh, she's pretty queen. funny. My queen. She's pretty funny. I mean, I, I don't use that phrase often. I don't use that phrase at all. So, I'm sorry if I'm, like, offending people. But, like, whenever I talk to Axel with Sakura Miko, I'm like, this is the most autistic thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and then YouTube was like, 
Oh, so you're watching these videos now. Okay. And now, every now and then, I'll just watch videos of Amelia singing uh, Fly Me to the Moon. I'm like, oh, this is cute. And then I recommend me, hey, do you want to watch videos of this chicken girl talking to this Green Reaper girl? And I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it now for like two hours in a row because this I'm is my so life happy. right now. I, I, so... Okay, for okay, okay. So for this is really fucking fascinating, honestly, because remember the days that the only player in the game was uh, 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 oh shit, what was her name? Keys I'm, and ju- I'm blanking on it. Keys and I, thank you. And we were just watching these shit posts by her, you know. <laughs> and suddenly there's like there's like so many of them. Yeah. Like, what's wrong? You know, the, the funny so, thing is, you started out with Keys and I, and like she had age. Like, no, no, I haven't started out. You kept sending me videos of her. Okay, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like we started out with the whole virtual youtuber thing with keys and i i mean there was stuff before that but we don't talk about that uh like project melody like i never watched a project melody video in my life yet but i knew she's a thing yet (laughs) i'm not gonna i'm not intending to because i don't i don't don't dig that design anyway no no hold on yeah so we started out with keys and i and she had like these vlogs and then she would also do some singing and some gameplay and then every so often she'd do a shit post and it's like whole life came around and it's like wait what if what if everything was a fucking shit post all the time and it's all the time. It's all the time. Like, I'm kept recommending this shark girl. Like, what's her name? Gura Gura? Gal Gura. Yeah, her. And it kept recommending me stuff by her. I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, it's like 3 a.m. in the morning. And I'm watching this video of this virtual girl saying, I'm horny. Oh, <laughs> yes, Marie. So, uh, not going to lie. I fucking love Amelia Watson. Yes. <laughs> I am so happy for you. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. I will say, so Sagra Mika was off. She's like gone for two and a half months. uh, All of us have seen that one clip by her playing GTA. Let's be honest. Yes. Go home. (laughs) Go home. (laughs) Stay home. I'm I'm talking about the N word, but sure. Oh, yeah, that too. (laughs) Um uh, well, she's not the only virtual YouTuber that said that word. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, dude, dude, like, uh, d- like this, like this morning, I'm just opening up my YouTube, and it's just VTuber videos. I'm like, yes, shit, down the rabbit hole with me. I'm so, and worried. I wasn't. No, no, I hate it. I, ha- I feel so no, degenerate just right now. Embrace it. Embrace no, the no, no. Embrace it. <laughs> we talked about what's 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 the name of that chicken person? Uh, Kiara. So, like, we talked about it. She's freaking me out whenever she does, like, that sort of popping motion. You know, she's, like, rising in her, like, seat or whatever. It's like, she, no, it's like she's standing on her tippy toes. Exactly. And, and and that freaked me out. I'm like, oh, I don't get that. I don't get that. But then I'm, like, watching more videos of her and the other girls. I'm like, and I'm having a good time. Yes, what am I doing yes. with my life? Oh, I'm so happy. <sighs> uh, fun fact. Um, Kiara's character designer is the same character designer for Steinsgate. Um, yes. Uh, but I, I wanted right. to say, you mentioned Sakura Miko. Um, she was gone for like two and a half months because of a medical issue. She's back. She actually came back. And her... God bless her, by the way. <laughs> bless her. Um, um, on her... I guess, re-debut stream, the first stream that she did when she came back, I gave a $250 super chat. 
You simp. Wow. You simp. You fucking simp. So, so far, there are only three Hololive girls that I've simp for. Her, Sagra Miko is one. I've simp for Galgra, and I simp for Usada Pekro. Only three. Who's so the far. third one? Usada Pekro is the, the rabbit one? girl. Oh, with the fucking laugh. With okay, fucking okay. Laugh. I, get... <laughs> I can't even do it. I can't even do her laugh. It's so unique. Uh, that's, that's so good. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't. All right, well, since since I hijacked this for you, what do you actually want to talk about? No, I like I I'm fine with talking about VTubers because I don't know why I keep watching this shit. Like because you I, have I don't know about down you. The rabbit hole. I don't know about you. I but I have a feeling you've actually tuned into some of their streams because I just watched like compilation. You probably watched the stuff. clips, especially for the ones the Japanese ones. Yeah, but like most, like, I mean, but again, real like I've been wa- watching mostly like some of the English VTubers, mm. you know, like I can't believe I'm saying this. I I just really enjoy like the girls' dynamics. It's so much fun, right? Like there was, it is so what fun. Was, like I, I, for the record, for the record, don't do what I've been doing. Don't do that. Yes, it's do not it. good for your health. Don't, don't, no, don't listen to this man. So, but anyway, Natalia, Nata- like I'm just like... watching. No, I, ju- I'm just watching these girls playing Minecraft and talking about stupid shit, and I'm in a good time. <laughs> don't you feel sorry for him, show? He's he's having a good time. He's a sad, sad man. Just I am, I am. He will get to the point like I have where he see what happens when you have no female people in your life. (laughs) Wait a minute, you start watching VTubers. I have female people in my life, and I still watch this. I'm, I'm just like, what was this uh, this clip I watched? Uh, What, uh, what was this one like? It's pretty much Amelia like simping for for Kelly. That's her name, right? The Rip girl. Rip, yeah, the Reaper like, is the Rip. Kelly. Calliope. Yeah, she's like simping for. I'm like, I can't believe I'm watching this. <laughs> Kiara, no. If you watch the if you watch the the streams with Kiara and Kelly. Yes, I've watched energy. some of their clips together. It's, Huge and, lesbian and, and Kiara is like, and no, no, Kiara's like, yeah, I've been drinking Kelly's milk. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Excuse me. Mm. So yeah, um, I really like Amelia. <laughs> I like how they did the stream with all the English uh, Hololive girls together, and they were imitating. They, they they had this like game where they were trying to like impersonate <clears throat> the uh, Hololive Japanese girls, and it came up to Hosho Marine, and everyone her like catchphrase her catchphrase she's the pirate girl, uh, and her catchphrase is Ahoy. Because you know, she's oh right, that shit! I can't and believe I've seen everyone, that. Everyone, when 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 I forget who it was that was leading it, uh, said uh, "Marine." Everyone just goes "Ahoy, ahoy!" And then you hear there's a pause, and then Amelia goes, "I'm horny." <laughs> <laughs> I feel sad for knowing which clip you're talking about. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you, both. dude. Amelia, I'm uh, like that's that's mm, I I I'm. Mm. I also love it I'm so every happy. week because she streams, I think, usually about four or five times a week. Um, and she streams for so long, like every week or like every eight or nine days. There's there's a person on, on YouTube, bless them, who she has a condition that causes her to hiccup a lot. And someone yes. has compiled all of her hiccups every single week into a new video. Bless them. Have you seen Have you seen that one clip of Callie falling asleep midstream? Mm-hmm. 
I have. I was actually watching that stream. Also, there was another one. She's not part of the English uh, uh, whole live lineup, but so YouTube recommended me a video called "Bitch Made Lasagna." Hachima, Hachima, and, and she is I'm a whole live this. girl. Yeah, I'm watching this, and I'm like, okay, so this is how to basic meets whole alive, and I, I can't like, I can't like praise her enough because she gets it, dude. She gets up like. YouTube. Yes, she does. She also has an enormous foot fetish. Does she? Yes, she does. I'm happy I haven't fallen down so hard as you have, dude, because I feel a, less degenerate next to she you. She has a great love for feet. In fact, in a lot of her gaming streams, she'll stop and she'll just smell her feet on the stream. Oh, uh. no. <laughs> so... So 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 yeah, this is a call to action for all of you listeners. If you want to send me some like Amelia art, um, do it. Don't <laughs> enable him. I know. Now 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 I know what to start posting in your uh, channel on your Discord server. Aside from pancakes, yeah. Aside from no, pancakes. dude. I, like like seriously, like I, I don't know why I gravitate towards him. I mean, aside from blondes, but sure. Uh, she, I just really like like her clips and stuff, mm. but. I've fallen hard, dude. Now it's, she's 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 good. Petty. All the English Hall Alive girls have been great so far, and I I love watching Ina's streams because she makes me feel not so bad about having shitty ass puns. Also, also, watching Gura like sing Bakamitai was a really fun time. Yeah, watching her sing Ride on Time was fucking great during her debut. She's a good singer, honestly. She's a great singer. <sighs> Anyway, since do you actually want to talk about Hades? Because I know you've been playing the shit. Out of I that do, game. I do. But like, I, are I have we, another are... video game I want to talk about too. So we could, we could, we could t- wrap this up by talking about the two video games we want to talk about because we have been going right, for so, over an hour now. So, so do you want to go first, or should I like keep going and gush about the game? Go, go talk about Hades because I know you want to. Hades is my game of the year. So <laughs> okay. So honestly, uh, it's twenty bucks on Steam. Just go buy it because it's so good. So I've clocked in like seventy three hours so far. I'm not done yet. Hmm. So I know John's mad at me for not finishing Persona Four, but sorry, John. Uh, How Hades- fucking dare you, dude? Like seriously. <laughs> Holy shit! What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I heard you knocking up. You were talking shit. You were like, "Oh, I'm not gonna finish Persona 4." I fucking heard you, and I came running. I'm right outside your door, Natai. Holy shit! It's right here. So yeah, Hades just conquered my life. I've clocked in like seven, three hours so far, and it's really good. It's twenty bucks on Steam, so go buy it. It's really good. Um, I don't know how you guys are familiar with roguelikes and stuff. I've been watching because you, you played it on stream a couple of times on our Twitch channel. I've actually watched you play it a couple of times. I mean, twitch.tv slash anime club after dark. That. It actually looks like. A, so I'm not a huge fan of actually playing roguelike games, but I do like watching other people play it. Okay. Okay. So let me sell you on that. Okay. So I mean, imagine a you've roguelike. Already, you've, already, you've, already, I've, I've already been sold by watching you play it. That's good to know for <laughs> the rest of you. Let me sell you on that. So imagine a roguelike with a good story. Okay. So I've been playing but, for 70 I mean... hours. Hold up. Hold up. I've been playing for 70 hours. There hasn't been mostly a repeated line yet with any of the characters you have, like, conversations with. 70 hours, and there's more and more and more and more conversations, and it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. So you're saying it, it has more going. recorded dialogue it... than Skyrim. There's so much dialogue, dude. It's insane. And all the characters are really well characterized and fleshed out. And the story itself itself is really fun. And you actually 
care about it. And like, so 30 hours in, I reached the credits. But then the game is like, uh-uh, there's so much more to do. And I'm like racing towards like the end, like the actual ending of the game. And I have a feeling I'm really close to it. Like I almost have max relationships with all the Olympian gods. Yes, you have relationships with gods. That's cool. And you can have relationships with like a Gorgon head. So mm. <laughs> what the fuck? Give you yeah. that head. But it's Whoa, exactly. what exactly. <laughs> Dude, that bitch is like asking for like four ambrosias. Like, wow. 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 Fuck. <laughs> wow. wow. But no, in all seriousness, it's the combat is really solid and it opens up the more you play. Like, about 12 hours in, it introduces more and more systems that you didn't have access to yet. And it's just every run. Like, I know it's kind of like a selling point of every roguelike. I haven't played any of them. This is my first one, but it's actually like every run can be different. And, like, all the builds are really fun and different and engaging. And the characters are so well-written. And I... The art stuff, like... I don't know. Have, have you guys played under any other Super John games? I have not. Probably like not. Like, Bastion, Transistor, no. Pyre. So... Um, <laughs> slay, the, slay the Spire? No. Fucking... <laughs> Dumbass. No? <laughs> so, all of the... Like, the, I'm a big fan of the studio. Like, I buy every any game they make because I love them so much. So, all of them have super unique art. And the music is incredible. So, like, just go... Like, you know, Steam has refunds. So, just go buy it. Play for an hour. And then f- figure out if you enjoy it or not. Because it's so good. It's so... And then, and then, when you're done with Hades, go play their other games. Because they're so good. All I know about... I listen to that yeah. soundtrack every day of my life. All I know about Hades is that I've been sent a lot of porn of it. And I'm not into it. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so I don't know about into it or not. But I'm honestly not surprised that that type... That group of people are into that game. Because the designs of each character is incredible. Is absolutely yeah, like, incredible. I... So, Supergiant, I started paying attention to them when transistor came out yes and because transistor is fucking awesome it's an right? amazing game. it's a it's a, just fucking fun um i know a lot of people liked bastion because like it's like a ar- narrated rpg and it's transistor is absolutely incredible yeah uh so i only have played transistor i i want to give hades a shot because i've i, I hate roguelites but recently, I've been playing more of them, like Gunfire Reborn. I played mm. that, and it's actually kind of fun. Uh, it's stupid and indie, but it's kind of fun. Um, I am friends with people from high school that uh, made Risk of Rain, which is a roguelite. I didn't like the first Risk of Rain, but Risk of Rain 2 is actually kind of fun, too. Okay. Paul and Duncan, I went to high school with them, so I know those guys, and I'm just like, yeah, okay, like, roguelites are okay, but... There's one that it's still not out yet, I believe. It's called Elise. It's by Night Shift Studios. Uh, they're like a small indie company, and I, I met them at PAX like two years ago. Nice. And it, it's what really got me into roguelites. Like, I care more about combat and stuff than I do about the storyline uh, and like the art. Like, Transistor looks fucking beautiful. It plays very solidly, and it's pretty good. What do you think of the soundtrack? So I, oh, fucking it's beautiful, dude. <laughs> like, right. I like sci-fi themed things in general, so it's kind of like my weak spot. So I'm, mm. it's like my bar is really low, <laughs> so I really can't say. Okay, but I mean, Hades is you know it's super giant. Like they know how to make games. They're they're an indie developer, sure, but they've been making games for a while now, and they know how Ten to make years. roguelites. So 
10 years? Holy shit. Yeah. We're getting it's old, man. I think Bastion, Bastion came out, I think, 2009, 2010, something like that? 2011. Holy shit. Yeah, it's so, been a while. John, like, we're getting I'll, old, I'll man. You, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Like, So I absolutely have no interest in roguelikes whatsoever, but the moment they announced they're making a roguelike, I'm like, fuck it. I buy every game they make, so I'll, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> So, but yeah. but honestly, but honestly, I've been having a lot of fun with Hades. It's just the combat is really solid. It has a really solid foundation. And again, you have like yeah. all these like different weapons, and each weapon has more like mo- different modifiers. And it and each like each run, you can pick your different difficulty modifiers, and you can pick like more and more like you have so many options, so many things to do. Like I am amazed how much I honestly thought that. Maybe like by the twelfth hour, I'll be done with the game. But I'm I'm still I, I I can't get enough of it, and I'm like seventy hours in. And this is coming for someone who doesn't give a shit about roguelikes. I've been having a lot of fun. It's really really solid. And I mean, it, it looks pretty fucking dope, you know. And it and the top down like RPG element, it feels like you're playing Diablo, mm. which is what I think is really cool about okay. it. Yeah, yeah, I could see fucking that. like like that isometric fucking. View. It's really good. Yeah, it's fucking. You're playing Diablo, dude. Basically, Diablo Four is coming out, you know. So, and dude, like, I definitely. I, yeah, keep going. Yeah, I I definitely would give it a shot, even though it's like, it's out of early access now, right? So it's, yeah, yeah, it's the full. It's the full game. It's a full. Ver- the, I've it's been full game. Okay. I've been waiting for like two years for it to get out of the early access. That's why I've been only playing it now. Yeah, because I remember, um, I remember Supergiant having a booth up, and I'm just. Again, the again, the only game I've ever played is Transistor, and it, it was good enough to, for me to think like Supergiant. They probably don't make bad games, right? Because all of them are solid. Loves yeah. Bastion, and everyone loved Pyre. And I'm just like, all right, well, Hades can't be bad. <laughs> like, it's just one of those studios that you're just like, well, they can't make a bad game. Dude, dude, like one day I totally am down to do like a Supergiant retrospective on this podcast because I love their game so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm not shitting Maybe you. Maybe we like, can. I, I, I really yeah. love their stuff. They make good games. They make solid, like their art is incredible. The soundtracks are top notch. It's honestly like if if like, if like any of you are like interested in their games, just, just give them a shot. All of them are pretty cheap and all of them are just really, really fun. Most of them are pretty short as well, but nah, Hades is just on a whole other level for me. I have it's my game of the year easily. Well, they've got a bundle right now on um, yeah, that's Steam right. for like what forty one dollars for all of their games. Damn, Do that's it. cheap as fuck. Does it fuck. include the soundtracks? And it includes the soundtracks for Transistor and Bastion. Cheap yeah, do it and Hades. Please do it. That's all I wanted people to do. Just go buy their games. They're so good. Oh, you don't even know. I'm buying it right now as we speak. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can right go to sleep ends, peacefully. I'm just going to go play. Oh, please. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> I actually have a game that I want to talk about um, that I have been playing. Is it Hades? Huh? No, it's not Hades. <laughs> um, it, it, it's quite a bit older than Hades. So uh, I want to talk about Halo. Um, so Whoa. that, yes. <laughs> Show you uncultured Halo. fuck. Halo. <laughs> no, she's Beyonce is. Yeah, show got it right. I completely forgot Beyonce even had a song called Halo. Wow. Anyway, eh, uh, Beyonce ain't got shit on uh, Halo. Excuse Any- you. <laughs> wow. Anyway, um, so the Master Chief Collection has come out on PC, uh, to, uh specifically on Steam, um, and over the course of the last year, they 
been releasing well they released reach first and then halo one two three they're up to <laughs> halo 3 ods nice <laughs> up to halo 3 odst right now and then i think they're also going to put halo 4 on the master yes. Chief collection i don't know if they're going to go any further beyond that um but anyway, no nah, it's not until four that's the the point of this is that i have been playing through and i actually played a little bit with john as well um i've been playing through the original halo trilogy and it's been one hell of a nostalgia trip because I remember, and I'm so glad that they actually left in like the original game without the retextures and shit um, that you can play through. Because I've actually been going through and playing with the original like animations and art and shit, and it's just been such a huge nostalgia trip for me. It's taken me back to when I originally played those games. Like the the first Halo came out when I was 11 years old back in 2001. 2001. Yeah. Mm. Um, I forget what two, was Halo Two two thousand and four, I think. I don't know. I think it was two thousand and three. Maybe I'm wrong. Mid mid two thousands, um, and then yeah. I believe Halo Three came out in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. So right at the end when I right two thousand seven, yeah, two thousand seven. So right when I was my senior in high school, actually is when it, when I when it came out. So I just I remember playing these and I remember having a great time and uh, I just. It's just been so fucking fun. And it's taken me back to a time when, Natai, you might not believe this as young as you are, but there was a time when video games came out where they had to be finished when they were released. What? I know. I Super Mario Galaxy was finished, so... I'm just saying, there was a time... There was a time when, by the way, John got disconnected from the call. <laughs> nice. Um, even though it's still let me ask you here. something. Uh, let me ask you something real quick. Okay. So, as 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 a as a youngin, and some people would say, mm. uh, I never got to experience any of the Hello games, mm. and I have been thinking about once I like actually get a good PC up and going, uh, I'll purchase this collection because it. I've always been curious about Halo, but never too much you know mm-hmm. does it still hold up yes I does would, like honestly honest to god does it still hold up yeah i, I think it, i think it still holds up um the first the very first one is a little dated on some of its mechanics especially you know not being able to like dual wield weapons and stuff like that but unfortunately most cod games don't let you dual wield weapons but, true. <laughs> but there's a lot of, of first person shooters now that aren't Call of Duty that do allow you to dual wield weapons. Uh, sure. So in that instance, yeah, there's some mechanics of the first, particularly the first two games, that are a little dated. But I'd say they've held up really, really well. Um, and I, no matter what you actually think about it, there's there's no denying the fact that the original Halo game changed what first person shooters could be. I hate FBS. Yeah, it it. it. I know yeah. you hate first-person shooters show, which is why you won't you won't play with me and John. I mean, there's other reasons. No, no, I don't. <laughs> well, yeah, there's other reasons. You won't play I'm with joking. John, but... I'm joking. No, but you're totally you're totally correct for saying it's been like the first Halo is substantial in that sense. Yeah, for... yeah, I but I still think it holds up really well. And actually, I was playing. I've actually recently started playing through or playing through like for the third or fourth time since the Master Chief Collection came out, um, the campaign of Halo 2. And I've been playing it without the anniversary 
um, like reskins of everything where everything actually looks really good. I've been playing with the original art and animations and I mean, yeah, it's, it's a little dated now, but I think about other games that came out around the same time. It still looks really good. How would you rank Halo one till four, including ODST? Cause that's a collection. I mean, like how would I rank them in order of like my least favorite to most favorite? Yeah. Um, my favorite campaign story has always been Reach. Um, there, okay. There's something about Reach I just really, really loved. I think it was because all the characters in it worked really well, and you kind of got to get to know a lot of them um, throughout the course of the story. Um, if I had to rate like the Master Chief stuff, um, I'd probably yeah, say... like I, I'm including Reach in that like ranking. That's what I'm curious okay. about, like the entire collection. I would say. I'd say Halo 2, then the first one, then Halo 3, then ODST, and I, I actually know I'd switch around Halo 3 and Halo 3 ODST, uh, and then with Halo 4 at the end. I'm I'm curious to go back and play these games. Like I'm probably gonna stream it just for shits and giggles. But oh, listen, yeah. if you're gonna like, stream it, let's do a co-op campaign playthrough together. I would love to. Yeah, do that we can do someone. that. Yeah, we can do that. Because I honestly like I have no clue about like hey, aside from like videos on YouTube, just like talking about their development and stuff. I I never played any of them, so gotcha. I don't have any attachment to them. You yeah, know? I mean, yeah. If you if you get it, definitely let's do a like a co-op campaign playthrough at some point. Yeah, that sounds fun. I I just want to talk about that because it's something that's personally meaningful to me. Um, As someone who used to be way more into games than I am now, uh, mostly because I have a full-time job and I help do this podcast and I don't have a lot of extra time. Of course, I got to watch anime too to keep up with everything that's going on, so I don't have a lot of spare time to do games anymore. It's just, it's number one, it's taking me back to a time when I really, really enjoyed games or I got to enjoy games a lot more than I do now. And it just—it's made me feel really young again playing through this. It's made me feel Aww. like I did when I first played through it. Show to Alex. Yeah. Yes. And you know, there's a lot of people out there listening to this who will have also played this and say, "Yeah, three four three kind of fucked up this whole thing." And yeah, there's a lot of um, like nitpicks and stuff you can, you know, say about it. But fundamentally, you're still experiencing the same story, and that hasn't changed. And that's what I love about it. <laughs> You excited for Halo Infinite? <laughs> I have mixed feelings. I, I, I will play it, and I will go into it with very tempered expectations. Breaking news. A few days ago, the lead director of Halo Infinite left the project for the Shocking. second time. And another news, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 has a new release date. And people send death threats for some reason. I don't understand. So, such entitled assholes. Oh, I took time off work. Number one, if you're a responsible adult, why the fuck are you taking time off work for a video game? Really? There's so many good. There's so many good video games releasing right now to play. Just like Hades. Like Hades. (laughs) Go. It's it's twenty bucks. Just do it. Just do it. You can romance Aphrodite. What's wrong with you? All right, let, let's let's end this with show. Oh, show. We have time. You had one other thing you wanted to talk about. I guess. Well, I've been watching uh, the Queen's Gambit, which is a live action American television show on Netflix. What was that snort? 
Yeah, what was that snore? I was curious myself. I just, that name is funny to me. Okay. Do you know what the Queen's Gambit Why? is? Why? Cause, no, cause show, I don't. Cause show I is a queen? The Queen's Gambit is a <sighs> uh, chess opening. Um, <laughs> it's uh, The story is about a female chess prodigy and her life journey as an orphan uh, to an adult and her career in chess. Um, it's really good. I loved it. I like binged the whole thing. It's a very sports anime. I know nothing about chess, but they're like bishop to e4, and I'm like, oh my god, the bishop's moving! Ah, I can't, I can't feel my heart. <laughs> um, no, it's. A... <laughs> I've heard other people talk about this, and like, I'm kind of interested to watch it to see what it's all about because I, you're not. This is the second time I've heard someone say it's like watching a, a live action version of a chess anime. It is very sports anime. How many seasons are first seasons season? Are it's also the last season. It's only one season. Um, and it's like oh, eight episodes. Okay, nice. Like an hour each. Yeah, mm. so you can get you can get you can get through it in an afternoon. Uh, you mean more like a work day? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how your afternoon. That sounds go. good, actually, though. Um, but yeah, it doesn't have them. Um, wow. it also no. has a a really big uh feminist bent to it because she's, uh, it's in the 1960s and she's like basically the only woman playing chess competitively. She's in a boys' club. Yeah, it's a very male-centered uh activity. Comp- competitive sport whatever chess is which i'd like to point out that competitive chess professional level chess has always been and still largely is today that's just unfortunate um yeah it's it it is fiction although it like kind of feels like a biography it is fiction unfortunately hmm. um and you know there's a lot of uh content about she struggles uh with being an alcoholic and a drug addict which for the most part occurs during when she's a minor so that part was a bit uncomfortable um seeing a minor deal with a drug addiction (laughs) i'm just like i don't know how comfortable i feel with this um but overall it's a really great story it's a really heartwarming story about you know she's an underdog um in many ways, overcoming all the challenges she has. Um, mm. And it's just a really great story. And the one really great part about it is that it's like a finished story. Like, there's not going to be a second season. Like, you see it from the beginning to the end. You know, it's a very satisfactory ending. Like, all the threads wrap up. I would highly recommend it. Honestly, that's like... Honestly, that's a selling point in my oh, opinion. Oh yeah, it is. Like, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with having like a single season, fully contained story. It doesn't have to be a. Not everything that becomes popular needs to be like this long, sweeping epic. Sometimes one season is long enough to tell a good story. Oh, and I totally forgot the best part, <laughs> the literally best part. The oh, the reason I watched this is because the actress for the main heroine is so good she's a stone cold bitch and she's just mean and rude to everyone she meets and i love it so you see a lot of yourself the actress uh i actually don't know but i I do love her see a lot of yourself i'm curious uh yeah i am her very relatable (laughs) honestly i'm not curious about it she's i've I've heard i've heard like I've heard a couple of my friends talk about it, and I've heard now show talk about it, and it seems to be getting relatively favorable reviews. So, That's, yeah, I highly recommend it. That's it. Okay. 
Now there needs to be an actual chess anime. I feel like there must be like some old anime about chess. There, there may. I'm I mean, surprised there's... there still isn't like I'm still I'm surprised there still isn't like a big shonen anime a manga about chess that hasn't been adapted to like an anime. Maybe there is, and I just I. It feels so perfect. I mean, the closest it, it does. I can think of is the shogi anime. The March what? comes in like March a, comes in like a lion. Yeah. Well, there's also Hikaru no Go. Yeah, that the one was a bit a little boring weird. though, it's wasn't it? Um, it's a little weird. Um, there's a I watched it as like a six-year-old, so and... yeah, I don't remember anything about it. Um, it is is weird. It's just it's really weird. Um, there's a ghost. There's it. Like I said, it's got a supernatural element to it. I don't know why. You don't really need a supernatural element to a, a show about go. Um, I I mean, go is a fun game though. I wish I knew how to play. <laughs> oh, I played it a lot. It's really fun. Uh, I hey, next year we're getting. I think actually in winter twenty twenty one we're getting a Kabaddi anime, and I could not be happier about that. It's being done by David Productions. Why do I feel like it's going to so be? So I guess edgy? I'll talk. Kabaddi, 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 Kabaddi. Well, if it is, it's going to be all so, male. So oh, yes, please. So, so maybe you want it so, to be edgy. Mm. <laughs> he he wants every show to be <laughs> edgy. <laughs> So I'm guessing I'll save the One Piece talk for next WTF episode. I please, because I we've been here for an hour and a half, and I really need to go to bed soon. I know you really need to go to bed soon because it's after midnight for you. Nah, right. I have Hades. I'm okay. Oh God. <laughs> but yeah, I think we will cut it off here. Um, uh, thanks to John for dropping in on us. I but I was completely unexpected. I really kiss it. I can't believe he, he he popped in just to call me out of about not playing Persona Four he and didn't. then left. He didn't. He actually just kind of dropped in for the hell of it. But he also BSOD'd when he was trying to download all those fucking games. So I, I really hope that it actually <laughs> saved his audio file when that happened, or otherwise we're just gonna be sound like we're talking to ourselves for like a small portion of this podcast. Like five minutes of absolute silence. Yeah, just five minutes of silence, and it's like, yeah, someone's talking, but and if not, I mean, good luck editing this, John. I think it'll save it because Audacity pretty much saves everything. Uh, but anyway, thank you all there for dropping in to listen to us. Uh, check the description below to find links to Anime Club After Dark on Twitch, on social media, and on Discord. Check out our merch store and our affiliate links as well. Any purchases you make there will really, really help us out. With that, I've been your host, Alex. And I will see you next time. Say goodnight, everybody. I can see your halo. Halo. <laughs> Send me your Amelia arts. <laughs> I won't judge you if you won't judge me. Hey, Natai. Help. Help. You need help. Hey, Natai. Yes. I'm horny. <laughs> <laughs>